Welcome back to another episode of the Seatown Podcast. This week's guests are Jeff Williams and Jeff Rayner of MyPad 3D. Their company does virtual reality walkthroughs and modeling. Uh, it's actually very cool stuff. They use their proprietary cutting edge technology in order to provide uh, virtual reality experiences for uh, anyone out there, um, any device, uh, any, any platform. What they're doing is very cool. Uh, I've experienced it uh, myself uh, with, with the virtual reality goggles. Uh, it's pretty amazing. You lose yourself in it pretty, uh, pretty quickly. It's so realistic. But I won't take up your time trying to explain it to you. I will let them do the talking. So here's this week's interview with the Jeffs. Uh, well, Jeff and Jeff, thank you for joining me today uh, for my podcast. Um, before we get into kind of the business you know, side of things, what you guys are doing, uh, I, I was hoping you could maybe give me a couple minutes uh, backstory each um, on yourselves, you know, kind of where, where do you grow up, what do you enjoy doing in your spare time, uh, what do you do before owning you know, your current business, you know, that, that sort of thing. Hi, Jeff Rayner. Uh, as you can probably tell from my accent, I'm not a native of West Seattle. I grew up originally in England. I studied in the north of England and in France before coming back to the north of England, then to worked in London, then back to France, then met the love of my life while I was on vacation in Mexico, moved to the US 14 years ago. We moved to Portland, Oregon. Uh, my background is in consulting and startups. This is now my roughly 12th startup that I've been involved in. Some of those have gone really well, some haven't, and I think I've learned as much from each of them. Uh, for hobbies, I'm an avid climber, mostly indoors, but also outdoors, including my trees, <laughs> which got to about 35, 40 feet with my children. I also coach and play soccer for kids and adults. Also heavily active in the PTA for my kids at school. Um, yeah, my name is Jeff Williams, and I am a local boy. That uh, born and raised out in Black Diamond. Um, went to high school at Bellarmine in Tacoma, and then on to Wazoo. So I am a Coug. Go Cougs! After graduating college. Uh, I did a couple of odd jobs before I found a true calling, which was real estate, and that was back in 1991. Uh, and I've spent the last 25 years in real estate, um, helping anywhere between land development to new construction to commercial, residential, um, so pretty much the gamut of real estate. In my spare time, uh, I've just recently learned how to play guitar in the last year and a half, and that's actually been really fun. Well, now we covered uh, you know a little bit of, of you guys you know background you know kind of personally. What uh, maybe tell me kind of what you guys do? Sum it up in maybe uh, you know a couple of concise points uh, as far as your your business now, you know, MyPad 3D. Uh, as far as MyPad 3D goes, we are in the business of providing a future glimpse, and what I mean by that is that we have the technology and the ability to take a set of plans, whether it be architecturally engineered or just something from a simple drawing on a napkin, and we can convert that into an environment that will then show what that environment will look like before it's even built. And if you think about it from another perspective, people today make decisions when they're buying a new house, decorating a new house, doing a remodel off of an idea. That idea is in their head or it's on these little tiny swatch boards. 
and you could be making tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of potential mistakes. We can help correct that. You tell us everything you're considering doing, every option you've got, whether you're a builder or you're a buyer or anywhere in between, and we can help you visualize exactly what that's going to look like. But not just from a static perspective. In our solution, you can walk around, you can tour, you can click on the floors and see your options immediately change in front of your eyes. Well, considering kind of the, some of the you know, VR uh, work that you guys do, what are some of the different um, areas that, that this could be applied to what, with what you guys do? We initially had a very strong sense of who our client is. Uh, today, I wouldn't say it's watered down, it's got stronger, but it's expanded. It, it's kind of fascinating. As VR is becoming more and more mainstream, its adoption is increasing very, very rapidly. So initially, we had two ideal clients, the buyer of a home, or the, the person who owns the home is doing a remodel, or the builder. What we found straight out the gate was, also the contractor can be using the solution to ensure he's on the same page as the builder and the buyer. Then we had architects get involved and say, oh, now I can help really relay my thoughts and my impressions about what this, this home or this remodel is going to look like and the end builder could really get on the same page without looking at just some line diagrams or some watercolors which are beautiful but they're not real or they're not real enough. Uh, so right from land developers to builders to architects to designers to engineers to contractors to, to the end buyer basically that whole life cycle has ended up becoming our customer and the great thing is everybody benefits from it. So you guys are, are uh, co-partners in this business now, right? Um, so what, when the business was you know, getting off the ground, what were some of the biggest challenges uh, when, when you first started the business? Well, uh, this is something that I've been working on for quite a while. But uh, prior to having the opportunity of meeting Jeff Rayner and really taking this to where it's at now, I had spent um, three other tour of duties with other individuals that had the necessary skills to help me take it there but for one reason or another that uh, it just never got off the ground um, it we got to a certain point and then things would fall apart um, so so in a nutshell you'd say that the, the greatest challenge uh, when you first started the business was kind of acquiring the, the right team to be able to get your your ideas off the ground oh this was this was all started back in the credit crunch that uh, at that point in time, uh, being a realtor, that uh, uh, we had seven, eight plats going on. There was 12, 13 other realtors that we were all working together. Uh, but when the credit crunch hit, the builders came to us as their marketing advisors to figure out a way how they could capture and retain more clients. Um, but unbeknownst to them, that the credit crunch was really going to wipe out the real estate market here in America. So at that point in time, we were trying to figure out, okay, how is it that we can get more sales? And one thing that I was taught, not only by my father, but my grandfather, that the longer you can capture somebody's attention, the greater opportunity you have. Whether you're trying to sell them a pair of shoes, a TV, or ask the pretty girl to dance. and having grown up uh, in the age of video gaming and having had an Atari back in 1976 when they first came out, I felt that with where technology was today and 
immersiveness and engagement that a video game creates for the user, that there had to be a way with which we could merge the two together and do it within real estate. And so that's how the thought process and, and uh, idea came about with which to, in essence, turn floor plans into an immersive, engaging environment. VR is going to penetrate the marketplace in such a fashion that it's not just for gaming. It is for anything that you want to see that, uh, again, um, building of a house, that uh, you may have a set of blueprints and plans and everything like that, but we take all that and we then create what that specific environment is so that way you can then visualize it and see it without any ambiguity. There's a, you'll see the, or hear, there's a stream of thought for everything that we do. Essentially, Jeff and I, we, we joke and call ourselves the yin and the yang. You know, we have very different lifestyles. We have very different backgrounds, very different educations, but we kind of got drawn together. And even today, you know, we are two, two sides of the same coin, right? We have exactly the same mission. We have different approaches on occasion. And in fact, when Jeff was doing his approach, which in my opinion uh, was, was very advanced for its day, I was trying to do a similar version uh, using Flash. Everyone, everyone remembers what Flash was, right? And using photo and photo editing with Photoshop to show some of these different ideas. Completely rudimentary. The technology was the biggest problem. Uh, it would you know, be buggy and problematic. Jeff figured out, oh, do a similar idea but put it into a game engine. It was brilliant. The problem was the technology wasn't of high enough quality to show some really good renders, right? The good graphics. So it took, a, it took a while for that to catch up to Jeff's forethought on exactly what it was going to be like. Yeah, it took technology a few years to catch up to what I had envisioned, uh, which was a virtual reality that was photorealistic that could be altered in a real-time environment so that way you could see exactly what those choices uh, were going to be reflected upon in that environment. So what would you say, you know, considering where you guys are right now, uh, what the greatest challenges that you face in, uh, in your businesses? I think one of the biggest challenges right now that we're facing is finding the early adopters, that those people that truly do envision and see what the future is and are not afraid to take that step and implement this type of technology for their business. And again, well, there's a lot more to VR than uh, just gaming or just construction that, uh, in fact, we're currently working on a project right now for the medical field. Um, with which to help uh, those people with phobias to treat the phobia through the use of VR. To add on a little bit to that as well, when you look at what the challenges are, we see those challenges as a plus. So for example, one challenge today is to work on most VR solutions, you need ridiculously high-end machine. With that machine comes a very big price tag and it requires the very latest technology. Those things mean that your, your potential buyer is really, really you know, small slither of the, of the population. So what we said is, well, we wanna go after that market, right? That is a 
very good demographic for us to give some very high-end results. But what can we do for the other 99.9% of people out there? So, again, this is one of our differentiators too, is that challenge we've turned into an opportunity. And we've said, let's make something that's compatible with everybody's device. No matter what device you have, whether it's a computer, a laptop, whether it is a, an iPad, an iPhone, an Android phone, uh, whether that is a VR headset, or even a Google Cardboard, we are, our solutions are compatible with all of those. And that's where our proprietary um, value comes into play, is the fact that um, we've been able to take files and literally reduce them um, in half, if not more, um, prime example is that uh, we were given a Revit file from um, one of the leading um, commercial builders here in Seattle and it was a two gigabyte file um, and then we went took the file uh, added our bells and whistles to it and literally reduced it by half so a Revit file is just like a, an AutoCAD file right it's essentially a, a three-dimensional representation of AutoCAD so we took that file, we added textures to every material in this environment. We added what we call a skybox, which is essentially, if you look out of the window, what view do you see? So we added that on a complete 360 environment. We added the ability to move around, and also what we call a fly cam, a drone kind of mode to fly around. So we added all of that and a few more extras, and we reduced the file size dramatically and made it compatible with everybody's machine. Very cool. What, uh, what do you guys love most about, about your business, about MyPad3D? I would say two things, probably. One, this stuff that we're doing is cutting edge. When we find a problem, we try and look it up online, because there's this great open source community now for this stuff. And very often, we might be the first people to find this problem with, you know, with the softwares that we're using. Uh, but that it's challenging but it's also fun when we realize we are leading on the, the top of this wave about how the future is going to go and we're pushing the boundaries that's kind of fun uh, and that's the second part is the fun aspect right everything we do is fun when we give this to a client and you see their reaction it's well crazy... something that they can truly visualize yeah. right now what i love most about my business is my business partner and the people that are working with us right now um, what would you guys say your greatest strength is uh, individually? Uh, I'll answer it in, uh, with what I call the AAA approach. All right, so that is awareness, agility, and adaptability. And that's not just for me. I mean, I think Jeff and I both try and instill our own values in the company too, and we we work here on everything we do. But by those, we always have to be aware of what we're doing, what the client needs are and how we can most efficiently meet those needs. By agility, I mean, sometimes we might have a month to do a project. Sometimes we need to, to put that one month project into three days. And we've been able to do that. And the way that works is from careful teamwork, everybody focusing on really what the priorities are. And the last one there was adaptability. And we see this time and time again, we will hit a hurdle because we're trying to push the boundaries of the technology. We want it to do something it can't do. So we either just kind of keep spinning our wheels or we figure out a workaround. And we are constantly doing that. And through doing that, we're coming out with new ways. We're becoming very adaptive to ensure that we, we're leading this. Uh, what is one habit that you wish you had? 
You know, our key strength is our adaptability. So if we do find an issue, it's particularly with our two sides of the same coin, right? We'll be honest with each other and figure out a new approach. Uh, a habit? I don't know. I'd like to exercise more. I'd like to lose some weight. But, uh, I mean, but everybody wants to do that. I want to be prettier. <laughs> everybody, everybody wants to be prettier, but hey, I'm stuck with this Chris Farley look-alike lifestyle, and I'm fine with it. It's working for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you say that you're passionate about? What, what makes you guys tick? I am passionate about success. And what does success mean to me? Well, having spent 25 years in real estate, success means seeing a happy client or customer. That is what success is to me. And that's what I'm passionate about. That if I can bring something forward that will allow somebody to see something or view something or understand something in a different fashion than what they're accustomed to, then I feel that I've been successful. And I like baseball cards. And I mean, I think Jeff hit the nail on the head there, right? When, when we can see our clients and make a difference in our clients' lives, right? That is a true measure of success. Prime easy example, when somebody puts on our headset and they sit down on a couch that doesn't exist, that means that we are changing their life, right? We have put them in a new world that they think is real. There is no, oh, this is just some computer simulation. They believe what they're seeing. Uh, and when we, you know, we strive for that, and when we see our clients confuse the real world with our world, I think that's success. That's success. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think you guys are definitely doing that. I mean, you, you know, let me, you know, try on the headset and walk around one of your virtual, virtual worlds. I mean, it's only, you know, a matter of, of, you know, minutes before you kind of forget that you're not in the real world. I mean, it's so realistic. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, so kind of getting into the next section, um, I'd like to maybe dig a little deeper here, a little bit more about your story. You know, I know you guys have had ups and downs in this business and prior ones. Um, maybe you can take me to a, a point in time uh, we have maybe like your worst entrepreneurial moment. I can easily tell you what that one is. Uh, having been in multiple uh, you know, startups, I think the, the key problem I've identified and got scared of in the past is something that now we capitalize upon and that is several of the companies I worked at in the past we thought we were bring, being new and breakthrough and somebody else comes out with something similar right and all of a sudden now not only are we doing something somebody else is doing they've got more money they get further ahead and so we say what's the point looking back on it you look around it here and you see as there's more than one burger joint you know, competition is actually a good thing. That, that means there is a market need for it. So whenever we see a competitive client pop up, we don't run away scared. We embrace it. We do. We figure out what are they doing, what's working for them. How can we leverage some of that knowledge and improve what we're doing? I never really thought about that way. I mean, you're essentially, you know, saying that if, it sounds like you're saying, you know, if you're succeeding only because you're only, you know, only burger joint in town, yeah, you may not be able to stand up when someone else shows up, but if you can stand on your own when there's lots of competition, yeah. that's totally and different. It, and in fact, you know, we've started reaching out to our competitors because this market is so big. There is enough space for all the competitors today and 10 more, uh, 10 times more, in fact, right? This, 
This market is set to be huge, and it, it should be. I completely believe it will be. So we can even figure out between us, okay, where exactly are you playing? Where are we playing? We don't have to steal each other's ideas, sure. but we might be able to, you know, co-opetition is often a good thing. Sure. So now maybe take me uh, to a time, you know, where, where you kind of said, you know, wow, I'm really making a difference. Um, I'm really, really nailing it here. What, what would a moment, moment like that be for you guys? As Jeff alluded to earlier, I think one of our favorite moments, which is now a couple of moments where we've made our clients cry. We've had two clients that have, and they've on, well, on record let's, saying... Let's clarify that. Those are happy tears. They are happy tears, yeah. When their toe. typically <laughs> our clients call us because they are trying to visualize what someone else is telling them or someone else is showing them, but they just can't get it in their head. And, you know, these are multi-thousand dollar things they're trying to see. In fact, the first crying client we had, as it were, uh, was a lady who was building her dream home and her architect had built up some amazing plans. They were beautiful, but she just couldn't envision being inside of it. From looking at some line diagrams, didn't do it. So then the architect took the diagrams, the drawings, and he added some watercolor to it too. Beautiful, but she still couldn't see it. The first time we showed it to her on the computer and on the laptop, she had to take a moment because she was just lost for words. She really felt like she was inside her new home. And when that happens, man, it makes us almost cry too. Right? It's, it's such a beautiful moment when we see we can cross that boundary that doesn't typically exist in their lives. I kind of like to refer to it as the moment of empowerment. And that's the moment that the customer or the client feels empowered with regards to what their project actually is. And that's exactly what happened for uh, this particular client is that um, she was then provided with enough information, enough visuals, to whereas she felt empowered then at that point. And I think more than anything else, that was a great relief for her to then be able to have the opportunity to then change those things that she wanted changed. They, in fact, redesigned the open beam truss ceiling uh, to her liking. They literally uh, moved the home 150 feet from its designated spot and twisted it by 20 degrees to allow for a better viewing of the Mount Baker view that they had from this home site. So uh, I think that that was her aha moment uh, when she was able to use our software and look at it. Uh, because again, like I said, there were some structural changes that were made to this project prior to it being built that had this technology not been used, she would have been stuck with it. Because uh, things like that, uh, you just don't go back in and retrofit. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine in those moments, you know, with your clients that you really kind of realize, hey, I'm you know, on the right track here, I'm doing something right. And yeah, well, that's what gives us the warm fuzzy, is making sure that our clients are happy um, with what it is that we're providing them. And every single one of them that we've worked with have been extremely grateful for what we've done for them. So as we're kind of you know, getting close to the, the end of the interview here, uh, I just want to kind of do a quick you know, lightning round of some uh, you know, kind of quick questions, quick responses. Um, in, in the past, what was holding you back from becoming the entrepreneur that you are today? Probably the, for this particular solution, it was the tech. You know, and it's worth looking at you know, one of those experiences that you walk away from here. People often say, well, VR's been around forever. 
right? 20, 30 years, why, what's the difference now? The difference is the tech. The difference is we have phones today that are more powerful than our computers were seven years ago. It's, it's crazy. So what's the next seven years going to be lo looking like? Uh, surrounding myself with the right people. That, uh, that's one of the biggest hurdles out there. And I think for most startups, that uh, you need to make sure that you've got the right people doing the right things. And that was one thing that both Jeff and I agreed upon uh, when we took on this endeavor and agreed to work with each other, was that we were going to bring people on and allow them to do what they do best. That I didn't need a graphic guy doing programming. I didn't need a programmer doing graphics. And I didn't need you know, uh, a marketing person trying to do sales. Uh, we have found that with everybody that works with us, that with that mindset, that they are much more productive, they are much more engaged, and they're much more enthusiastic about working on these projects because they get to do what they do best. What's the best advice you've ever received? I would say, echoing what Jeff's been saying there, I get the right team. You don't have the right team, doesn't matter how good your product is doesn't matter how much money you have. If you don't have the right team, your company's falling over. It's going nowhere. You get the right team, the money doesn't matter. <laughs> we know that well, right? We can get by on a shoestring budget. We can get by on you know, some ideas. We've got the right team, we collaborate, we work well, we produce. Okay. Is there a personal habit that you have that you believe contributes to your success? For me, it's tenacity that uh, I've been extremely tenacious with regards to uh, this whole project from the very beginning. And yes, there have been several times over the last eight, nine years that I could have dropped the ball. I could have just quit doing it. I could have gone back to doing real estate full time. But uh, in knowing that those people that truly succeed are the ones that stick with it. Have fun, right? Whatever there is, there are always problems. You can either dwell on the problems or find a fun way to resolve it. And that is definitely a, a mantra that we have. If there's a problem, don't look at it as a problem. Look at a solution that makes it fun to, to, as a workaround. Sure. And that's what we try to instill with everybody that is working with us. Is, hey, don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. We will always figure a, a workaround around it. But keep it fun. So obviously you guys, you know, being in the field you are, have uh, your proprietary software you use and you know, probably specific industry things, you know, 3D graphic renderings and, and, and certain, you know, uh, CAD files and that sort of thing. Um, but do you guys have any, uh, like a specific internet resource or application that's not specific to your industry that you guys use uh, regularly and wouldn't be able to live without in your business? The minute is Trello. Trello, that's it, Trello we, board. We use that to communicate, to store ideas, to track our projects. We live and die by Trello every day. It's a great platform. Our employees don't come into the office all the time. And because of this board and this platform, Trello, that uh, we can still coordinate, we can still make time frames and deadlines and everything like that. So yeah, Trello is a, is a kudos for Trello. Okay. And so Trello is kind of like a, like a sauna or something like that, where it's like a collaborative project management uh, web-based. A visual-based version of a sauna. Yep. So essentially think of it like whiteboards and post-it notes <coughs> in a digital form. Um, and if you could recommend just one book to our listeners, what would it be? I would say the, uh, the value-driven approach to, to sell real estate. 
<laughs> oh, you're, you're too kind. I don't think you've read it yet, though. Uh, now, apart from that, there is, uh, there's one book which is called How to Wow by Francis Cole Jones. Uh, it's a great book for presenting, for writing, for everything that you want to be able to do in this world that typically you might have in inhibitions about. So how do you take those weaknesses and turn them into strengths? Uh, the one book that I would recommend, uh, and this was given to me back in 2004, that uh, I had a personal moment um, that kind of caught me off guard. Uh, but once I returned back home, I was given this book, and uh, it's a book called The Twelve Pillars uh, by Chris Widener. Now, it's not so much a step-by-step -step book or, or anything like that. It had more to deal with life uh, and the ups and downs that uh, go along with it and uh, gave me some really good insights as to the questions how and why how is this happening to me why is this happening to me uh, how do I how do I change it how do I keep it going uh, so no if there was one book that I were to hand out to anybody uh, to read it would be the 12, 12 pillars by Chris Widener um, do you guys have any favorite quotes or a favorite quote? We have a lot of favorite quotes. Okay. Jeff and I both love our quotes. All from we, movies? Jeff particularly uh, loves quotes, loves analogies. He could make up his own quotes and his own analogies, I think. There's, if, to attempt that answer in, with one, there's, there's one quote that actually we both will use a lot. Uh, and So I'll, I'll, I'll stick with that for now, which is you can't win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. And I think... You know, this is, it's so easy to procrastinate, right? But what we're really saying is, if you want to get something done, just start doing it. Don't just sit around wondering what happened. Just get out there and do it. So what's the best way to connect with you guys if, you know, someone's interested in learning more about, you know, your VR product and, and platform? Uh, well, the quickest and easiest way is to uh, go to MyPad3D, M-Y-P-A-D, the number three, uh, D.com. Uh, that will get you to... Uh, our platform and then from there you can take a look at all the solutions that we have available you can there also take a look at uh, the clients that we've worked with and their solutions and so you can get a better understanding of what we've created for them okay great well Jeff and Jeff I appreciate your uh, your time today and tell us a little bit more about uh, MyPad 3D and uh, about yourselves and about uh, about your business so wish you the best of luck thanks go thanks, Hawks Christian. <laughs> And that's it for this week's episode of the Seatown Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or on Google Play. Uh, it'd also help me out if you could leave me a, uh, a review and some stars. If you have any uh, questions or suggestions for me, you can email me at christianharris at seatown.com. That's c-town.com. Have a great week, and I'll see you next week.